Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. News update show. Lots of news. The 49ers took, of course, a little bit of time off after their NFC championship clinching game against the Seattle Seahawks. But now it was time to get back to practice. And with that practice comes a lot of news. There has been a lot of anticipation about what was going to happen with a certain defensive tackle named Javon Kinlaw. And Javon Kinlaw's practice window was officially opened today. That means Javon Kinlaw is on 21 days for the 49ers to practice him and then make a decision. They could, of course, wait all the way up until the very, very first uh, you know, playoff game to have Javon Kinlaw out there. I fully expect for them to play him at some point during the regular season to see how his knee holds up. So I expect him to be activated at some point. Now, when does Javon Kinlaw think that it's going to be time for him to play? Javon Kinlaw had some uh, remarks about when he when he was going to be ready to play when a reporter asked him if he was going to be ready for Saturday. Me personally, I do. Yeah. Me personally, I do. <laughs> He's ready to go right now, according to Javon Kinlaw. Kinlaw is not expected uh, expecting himself to miss any games anymore. He's ready to be out there. He's ready to play against the Washington Commanders on Christmas Eve. So we'll see. We'll see if Javon Kinlaw is actually going to be able to get out there course, it's going to be the medical staff and the coaching staff that ultimately makes the decision. Javon Kinlaw has been pretty set on the fact that he wanted to play from the very beginning. So Kinlaw will be back at some point. Will it be Saturday? I think we'll get more about this as, as the week goes on and we'll have a better idea. But one person that had something interesting to say about when Javon, Javon Kinlaw and potentially a lot of players could come back was Kyle Shannon. Let's hear what he had to say when he was asked how you handle these remaining games and whether to play your players or whether to rest them. Um, 
I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people make just watching it over the years. That's my opinion. I, I would understand if you're getting ready for a seven-game series. Um, I don't think football's like that. It's three and a half hours. It's one shot. I, I've seen, I've been on a lot of teams where you rest guys and um, or give guys a few more weeks, and those are usually the guys who struggle the most um, in that first playoff game. So, um, but where there other, I think what situations are different is uh, like last year when it came down to our last game. Um, you have guys that are fighting to play because they're right on the bubble of not being able to play. And in this situation, those guys you would definitely arrest. So anybody who has an injury that um, could risk them for the following week or something like that, that's to me the decisions now that there is no decision. Um, definitely arrest them. Kyle Shanahan pretty clear on he expects players to play uh, unless they're on the bubble. If they're on the bubble of potentially being you know, hurt and not able to play the next week, uh, they don't have a you know win or go home situation right now compared to what they had last year where they had to win out pretty much to make the playoffs, which they did. Uh, this year, it's a little bit different. You've already clinched the division. You've afforded yourself the opportunity, if needed, to go ahead and sit a player, let them rest if they're on the bubble, and make sure they're ready to go for the next week. You know, So he he's talking about that here, and I think now that gives us a clear, concise you know direction at which Kyle Shanahan's going to go with players as far as sitting resting and whether they play or not if they're healthy they're going to play for the remainder of the season if they're not then he's going to rest them because he's really worried about rust and he believes you know that's something that can ultimately hurt your football team when you get into the playoffs so i think we're going to see a lot of those players you know and some of those uh guys will be coming back over the next several weeks and i think it's going to be a lot of fun at the end of the regular season as the 49ers still push to get that number two seed now one player you know that had a that has been kind of unnoticed during this season was Kalia Davis. Kalia Davis, of course, uh, has been a guy that the 49ers had on the NFI, the NFI's non-football injury. He got hurt in the preparation for the draft. He's at a defensive tackle at a UCF, very athletic, six-round pick, one of the 49ers' comp picks in the sixth round. Uh, with Kalia Davis, they fully you know, expect him at some point take over on the interior defensive line, maybe add something like DJ Jones did. That was the John Lynch comparison. And they opened up his 21-day window today. Now, Kyle Shanahan had some thoughts about Kalia Davis and when we can expect to see Davis on the field. As a reporter asked, will Kalia Davis play games this season? He has a chance. You know, this is his first time getting out there, so I'm not trying to put all that pressure on him. But we'd like to see him. You know, He didn't get to compete with us here in the offseason. So um, we'll open his three-week window today, and he'll get a chance to go out there and hopefully get in some football shape and show us what he can do. So Kalia Davis has the opportunity to play this year. I think this is more about getting him out there on the practice field, seeing exactly where he's at. Of course, the 49ers have injuries along that interior defensive line, so they could use Kalia Davis. They could use Javon Kinlaw. So getting you know both of those guys would be huge. I think with Kalia Davis here at the end of the regular season, they'll make a probably a decision towards the last part of this game or season whether he's going to be able to help this football team in the playoffs or not. If they're still suffering from injuries in that interior defensive line with Kevin Givens or Kerry Hyder or players like that, they could ultimately activate him and decide maybe he's a better option than Akeem Spence or uh, T.Y. McGill. And then, then you have another guy that you can bring in that you have very high on that has tremendous athletic ability. John Lynch thought he was a lot like D.J. Jones. Leah Davis out at practice today wearing number 93, the same number worn by DJ Jones. So the very interesting thing that the 49ers are doing along the interior defensive line, potentially uh, some help coming with Devon Kinlaw for sure, and potentially even Kalia Davis, who 
no one really thought was going to be able to come back this year. A couple of people had mentioned it, but we'll see ultimately if he is able to come back. Now, Kyle Shanahan also had some comments on Debo Samuel. Of course, Debo Samuel, the initial reports were that he would come back sometime in the regular season. When was that going to be? Was that going to be Arizona? That's kind of what the timetable said. But the reporters were asking, and Matt Mayoko, in fact, asked Debo Sam or about Debo Samuel. And, you know, if what Kyle Shanahan said about bubble players, you know, was something that it was going to be about Debo as well. And Kyle Shanahan had a, a nice comment about it, kind of giving you an idea of where Debo is health-wise. So a nice Debo update. here. Yeah, week to week. I mean, I think this week maybe there'd be a chance, like if we were that desperate. But um, so I'm not even looking into it this week. And we'll see how he is next Monday and make that same decision. We're desperate. Debo could be back this week. Uh, very interesting. That must mean Debo Samuel is progressing nicely, and he's going to be ready to go when the 49ers need him. Of course, they're not desperate. They don't need him against Commanders. They're not desperate. They don't need him against the Raiders. They're not desperate. They don't need him against the Cardinals. They need him for the wild card round. They need him for the playoffs. But I think you know Kyle Shanahan's earlier comments about a player when he's healthy playing means they. I think they do want to get Debo Samuel on the field, maybe for that last game against Arizona, just to make sure that he's healthy and feeling without Russ being able to operate in this offense, Kyle being able to have all of his pieces out there, getting a little bit of chemistry. Because when you take out a piece, uh, it just changes the way you go about your offense. But getting all those pieces and getting them comfortable and playing together, I don't think they would play the entire game, but you would definitely play them a little bit. You want to get Brock Purdy more snaps as well. So I think the 49ers are you know sitting in a good spot, and it's good news that Debo Samuel in a pinch would have potentially been able to go out there and give an effort in this game against the Commanders. I thought that was an interesting update from Kyle Shanahan. And we got another update, and this was a huge one. Uh, Mooney Ward, Charvarius Ward, uh, you know, he's a guy that was playing so good against DK Metcalf in this football game. Absolutely fantastic. And then he went down with a concussion. And, of course, the, you know, independent neurologist was talking about Mooney Ward, and he said that, uh, you know, Mooney was clear to go back in the game, but Kyle Shanahan and other staff felt... Mooney wasn't acting right. There was something a little bit wrong. And good thing they didn't let him go back in the game because on Monday, he was suffering from concussion-like symptoms. Or I'm sorry, Friday. I'm used to the games being on Sunday. But on Friday, he had concussion-like symptoms. With it being a long potential week, the opportunity for Mooney Ward was thought to be good. You had Samuel Womack the week before having a concussion with a game on Thursday. There was no opportunity for him to be able to play. But the good news is not only is Mooney Ward... Uh, doing pretty good as far as concussion protocol. He was already limited at practice. That means he's progressing nicely through the protocol and should be on track to be able to play this week against the Washington Commanders, which is nice because he definitely locks down one side of the field. And Samuel Womack, who we just mentioned a second ago, he is now ready to practice. He was not a part of the injury report. He's a full participant at practice, and that's good news for the San Francisco 49ers, because uh, getting Sam Womack back is, is good. I, they didn't have him last week. They turned you know, to Janoris Jenkins, and that worked out for the 49ers. Uh, Jenkins came in and played pretty well. They were already down the because of an ankle injury, Ambry Thomas. So the 49ers definitely you know, needed to do some uh, things in that secondary, and Jenkins came in, and he filled the, the role that he needed to fill. But it'll be nice to have Womack back because not only is Womack a guy that can play in the nickel and play outside, so he's your first most versatile cornerback to go in, but also he's a dominant special teams player. 
one of the best in the league right now and what he does. He's been fantastic all year. The 49ers could use him. You could see as they were suffering injuries uh, to some of their positions, their secondary, uh, it kind of affected their special teams a little bit. So uh, looking to see them bounce back, getting some of these guys back. Jenkins, of course, plays special teams, even made a couple tackles, uh, but he's not Sam Womack when it comes to special teams. But Brock Purdy is also a guy uh, that has been dealing with the oblique, dealing with the rib, and Purdy was one of the guys that was limited at practice. They had a few limited players, of course. The defensive lineman Eric Armstead, he's been limited pretty much every week uh, as he's been still been dealing with the foot and ankle. You're going to make sure you keep him healthy. Christian McCaffrey, that same knee, the knee irritation, taking it nice and easy with him. Uh, Tarverius Moore, good news. He's been dealing with a knee injury, but now he's limited in practice. Another really big special teams player that could help this 49ers team. Him and Womack coming back could be huge. Of course, Brock Purdy that we mentioned. And then Ambry Thomas has been day-to-day with the ankle. He left the Seattle game with the ankle, but he's limited in practice. And then, of course, Tarverius Ward, who we mentioned earlier. Those are all good news. Uh, full participant in practice, Danny Gray. So Danny Gray, is uh, he's back. He was dealing with a hamstring against Seattle. But he's good to go. We've had a hamstring from Danny Gray in a couple of occasions now this year. And then, of course, Samuel Womack back from concussion. The 49ers, Kerry Hyder, uh, is not going to practice. He was dealing with the ankle going into Seattle. It seems like it's gotten a little bit worse. And he's one of the players that was listed as not practicing. Of course, but we have the, the known ones, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Debo that we mentioned earlier, Kevin Givens. Of course, he should be back in a couple of weeks, but that's not right now. And then Trent Williams getting his normal vet day off. So Trent's going to be nice and rested and ready for this game. But Kerry Hyder adds, added to that not practice list, which means he may not play this week. I think that's a little concerning for the 49ers interior defensive line. If Kinlaw comes back, he will take that spot, and the 49ers will be A-OK. If not, you know, they could be looking to promote someone from, you know, the practice squad or somebody else taking on a bigger role, whether that's Jordan Willis playing inside, extra snaps for Charles Aminihue inside. But you really want big interior defensive linemen going against Washington as they are able to run the football pretty good uh, with Robinson and Gibson. So a Kerry Hyder could be a huge loss this week for the 49ers, but we'll see. Maybe he'll trend the right way as we go through. Uh, but don't think that is really the case right now. And then the 49ers went ahead and made a signing uh, with signing cornerback uh, Trey um, Swilling. So Trey Swilling is going to be a cornerback that they've added to this this practice squad. As you can see, he's been with the Tennessee Titans. And the 49ers wanted to get more depth after losing Dante Johnson. Johnson, of course, you know, went down with the ACL a couple weeks ago. That freed up a spot on the practice squad as Johnson goes you know, to the IR. And so they they signed Schilling, and then now they are continue to bolster that secondary as they've been going through players, but a player that they could elevate to help play on special teams if needed. So just something to of note to remember. And then the 49ers media schedule this week, um, it's, it's going to be one of those ones. It's an interesting week because they play on Saturday. Of course, they started practice today. Uh, Kyle Shanahan had his press conference, and then they practiced. Uh, it was a, it was a good practice because you had the re, you know return of some players. Then tomorrow on Wednesday they're going to practice at twelve fifty eight, and then there's going to be of course press conferences from D'Amico Ryan's, Chris Furster, and Brock Purdy. And on Thursday they close the whole thing down with a Thursday at twelve eighteen practice, and then Kyle Shanahan's going to talk to the media 
and we'll find out the injury designations, who's questionable, who's doubtful, who's out. All those things will come out then. Friday, no practice, Niners prepare. And on Saturday, Christmas Eve, the Commanders come to town to play the San Francisco 49ers and what could actually be a playoff uh, preview. But Commanders come in, they have a really good run game and a really good defense to go against the 49ers, and it's going to be a fun matchup. Uh, really excited about it. The 49ers overall staying pretty healthy. Some positive news with Kinlaw and Kalia Davis. Uh, positive news with Charvarius Ward and Samuel Womack. The so 49ers news trending in the right direction. I hope everybody had a really good weekend. Hope you're all looking forward to Christmas and this huge game, 49ers versus Commanders. Thanks for watching the show. If you made it all the way this far, if you could like the video, uh, give the channel a subscription if you haven't already. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Thank you guys all so much for watching. And stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.